Good morning everyone and welcome to the 23rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. Today we'll begin with Psalm 94. Jesus said to his disciples, If your brother does something wrong, go and have it out with him alone, between your two selves. If he listens to you, you've won back your brother. If he does not listen, take one or two others along with you. The evidence of two or three witnesses is required to sustain any charge. But if he refuses to listen to these, 
report it to the community, and if he refuses to listen to the community, treat him like a pagan or a tax collector. I tell you solemnly, whatever you bind on earth shall be considered bound in heaven, whatever you loose on earth shall be considered loosed in heaven. I tell you solemnly once again, if two of you on earth agree to ask anything at all, it will be granted to you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three meet in my name, I shall be there with them. Ezekiel was the one who connected all those dry bones and knew that the main role of speaking with the authority of the Lord's voice as a prophet can make you tremble, especially when one has to rely on spirit-led thinking to counter the worldly intentions of those he encounters. Today he has the unenviable task of telling the Hebrews they must also speak out against those who are slipping into worldly values to please themselves and their captors. Ezekiel tells them that the life and death of the soul is at risk here. The Israelites must act like watchmen who spend lonely nights looking out to sea to help fishing boats and warn their comrades about the dangerous rocks lurking below the seemingly calm surface of appeasement. They must stop this danger lurking in the hearts of the Israelites who are losing sight of God whilst in exile. The other side of spirit-led thinking is described by Paul, who tells the citizens of Rome that the practice of love can fulfil the letter of every law ever written. He warns that a life ruled by worldly intentions will only encourage hurting others in order to satisfy selfish desires or indulge self-interest and excitements at the cost. In this worldly value system, the only law is not to be caught out or show mercy or the slightest weakness of compassion. Paul advocates a life ruled by love as the ultimate goal of spirit-led thinking. Love does no wrong to a neighbour. So today, Matthew also has advice on spirit-led thinking particularly in times of upset, discord or conflict. We all have good reactions that kick in as soon as we feel threatened or our families and friends are maltreated or misused. In these situations, spirit-led thinking can be quickly forgotten as we, in a hot temper, fly off the handle or coldly attempt to get our own back. The world tells us revenge is a dish best served cold. And in such circumstances, spirit-led thinking is seen as foolish or impossible. Matthew puts forward a way that can bring back unity. The idea is to try and deal out forgiveness and lovingly encourage a more dignified solution to problems by being reasonable with the other person. Giving in to separation is seen as a very last resource and then there must be no expectation of revenge to be served either hot or cold. Reconciliation is at the heart of this gospel. Think of Jesus with sinners and tax collectors. 
a door must always be left open in the heart and never forget the power of prayer. Prayer requires unity of purpose in terms of petition. The advice is given with a measure of qualification. The group has to have the heart of Jesus and be centred on an outcome, therefore that is based on non-selfish love. The group power of prayer is not just a worldly agreement to obtain some prize. It has to be thought through with spirit-led thinking. The way of Jesus at the cost of self-gratification. So it would be right and proper to pray for the possibility of forgiveness and the return to unity over the most difficult of situations and expect the asking to be granted. How do you think this might apply to binding and loosing, whatever that means?